It's the Wild Youth Podcast. We're the Youth Ministry of Eternity Church. I'm Caitlin. This is Ian. Yo. Clara. Hey. And Tyler. What's up? We're discussing topics we wrestle with, creating a faith that is our own. You'll hear other special guest perspectives as well. So buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. Wow. I see what you did there. Hey, everyone. Welcome to our very first episode. We are so excited to have you here. We cannot wait for you guys to hear all of the content that we've been recording the past couple of months. We have had such a journey recording these episodes. We have laughed and cried, mainly me, (laughs) but we've gotten upset and we've had time to really stop and think about what the other person is saying. And I think that just shows how passionate we are about the subjects that we're talking about. So with that being said, we hope that you enjoy the first season of the Wild Youth Podcast. On today's episode, we have three special guests with us, Ian, Connor, and Declan. Hello. And if you can't hear, that is Declan sucking on his binky. So we're hitting that time where graduates are getting ready to to go off to college. Right. So we uh, want to take the time to talk and have an episode dedicated to what that looks like, what your your summer leading into leaving in August, and and what decisions go along with that, and even for juniors who are now going to be seniors to kind of just prep for. Their next their year. hearts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Of where they want to go. Mm-hmm. Right. So what are what are some steps that we, that you, not we, we're already graduated. Um, <laughs> what are some steps that you should take once you've been accepted into college? Okay. Or if you are deciding between a secular college or a Christian college um, and trying to realize what some of the realities of going to a Christian college versus uh, secular college and what that would look like for you. So being realistic with yourself about those two different options. What do you mean by secular? Okay. Uh, according to dictionary.com, not pertaining to or connected with religion. Um. <laughs> so basically whether you're um, choosing to go to a normal, you know, like a state college or something like that, or going to a Jesus one, um, you know, the whole, the whole thing is, um, still growing with your relationship, right? That's the, that's your most important thing. That should be your most important thing in life. So we have put together a list of things, tips to help you do that, whether you're, you know, paying a lot of money to go to a Bible college or paying a lot of money to go to a normal college. So we have a few things. The number one being find a church. So we want to, if you're going to a college visit or looking at colleges, um, whatever city it, it lands in, search Google the churches that are around that um, and commit to attending one. I feel like most of the time when you're trying to find a college to go to, so let's actually say that you already found a college and you've like committed to it. You are like more than likely going to go to that college for a college visit, maybe two. And then you're also going to go to orientation. So there's like at least two to three times where you will be there for a period of time where you can go and you can check out churches. So I would say that would be like prime time to do that before school starts um, so that you can like try out some things and not have to start finding a church the day that you start college. Because- 
if I was in that situation, which I was, I was like, oh, wow, school's really hard. I don't have time for that. And then I didn't find a church. So I would say the prep before you go to that, um, you start attending is like the best time to start visiting churches to find out which one is best fit for you. I would add on to not just finding a church, but get involved in the church that you find. So you need to serve there. Um, And I think even more importantly than that, when I was in college, I met families at the church that I went to. I intentionally took time out of my week to spend with the families that were invested in the church there. And that was a huge growing opportunity for me. I not only got to learn from their faith, but I got to learn what it was going to be like to be a wife one day, what it was going to be like to be a parent one day. Um, And I also was blessed by that because they just invested into my life in a time where I was away from my parents. And so to have other um, people that I could look up to as parents speak into my life was super important to me. I mean, I feel like that's something that we um, try and um, talk about here at Eternity anyways, you know, like getting involved in everything. And Pastor Jesse's definitely said at least parts of Hebrews ten twenty five from the stage and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Awesome. Another thing we want to talk about is finding a campus ministry to get involved with. Um, so Chi Alpha comes to mind with, um, with talking about campus ministries, um, to quote chialpha.com, uh, Alpha, if you don't know what it is, it's a network of Christian ministries that look a little bit different on every campus, but here's what you'll always be sure to find is college aged men and women. So people just like you who are at once wrestling to become who they are, whether it's through school, work or life experience, and then, and also to connect with God. That's like the main thing is to connect with them. Um, so what's nice is that if you are going to a secular college, most colleges have Chi Alpha there. Um, and you can easily locate one. Like Chi Alpha is not like necessarily affiliated with the schools. It's just a ministry they have on campus. So you can literally go to chialpha.com, find one closest to you. And what's cool about, um, Alpha is that if you have, say you have two colleges in your town and the one that you're attending doesn't have Chi Alpha, but the other one does, you can go because it's not affiliated with the college. You can still attend. It's still, which I think is really cool that you don't have to attend that specific school to go yeah. to that Chi Alpha. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, when I was in college, they did have Chi Alpha. Unfortunately, I was not on my Holy Spirit journey at the time. So Chi Alpha was not for me then. Um, looking back now, that's what I would choose. But um, another nice thing about the campus ministries is they're a great way to help you find a church as well. Because yeah. they are usually affiliated with a church or a majority of the people usually attend a few different churches. So they're a great uh, place to ask, um, ask around what churches they go to. Um, But I did attend a different campus ministry. It was called The Navigators. And it taught me a lot about how to study the Bible, how to lead a small group, um, how to share the gospel even. Um, I I can't say I necessarily agree with everything now looking back. Um, I think they were just leaving some things out. Relationship didn't seem as important. But 
I I wouldn't trade the things I learned there for anything. Um, those tools are super helpful. Um, we always need to be reading the Bible. So being taught how to do that is great. Um, but something that I did get out of that experience is understanding that when it comes to our relationship with God, there's not a one size fits all. Um, seeing the, the things that worked for me there that I could incorporate into my relationship while going to a different church, I could incorporate things from there and I could really make my relationship with God, how I shared the gospel, how I read the Bible, all of those things, um, God made us all uniquely. So I could figure out what that looked like for me while using the tools that I learned at the different um, ministries and different churches that I attended. I think what's cool with ministries like you said, the navigators and then Chi Alpha is that you have people who are your age and like going through all the worldly things like you guys can like discuss it together and like hang out and like sisterhood, like brotherhood. Like, I think that's so cool. Like I just could picture like all of our students who like going and meeting new people, meeting people their age, like-minded and getting breakfast, getting brunch together and like going to church together and where you, I just think it's super fun and super cool that like you make friendships there that like last can last for like so long. And it's just awesome that they have those ministries around where you you just you get to I don't know maybe stay up late have fun <laughs> go do bowling go do whatever yeah. but like hang out and have um, just that connection that you know like that's something that just feeds your feeds yourself while also making new friends. Yeah. So some of you might be asking yourselves, well, isn't that the same thing? How is going to a church and a campus ministry different? Are they different? What do we think about that? I don't know what to say, um, but we're going to start off with, so like, are these things different? Why are they different? Anyone have any idea? So f- finding a church is where you get rooted. Well, I mean, you can root yourself in either of these, but it's where you get connected with the community. Um, and campus ministries can do that same thing, but like this is for like, I honestly don't know. Like you, they are different, but also like every time I speak, I'm like, oh, you, right, you, you do, do both. That. You also can do that. <laughs> yes, they're different, and you should do both. Um, if you're going to do one, find a church over finding a ministry. Um, they're different because when you're finding a church, you are planting yourself in the community. You're not planting yourself in a college or a, a point in your life, I guess. Um, campus ministries are revolved around you as college students. That's how they thrive. Um, and that's why it's really great during that time period, but you aren't planting yourself in a church where you're going to hear from a 70 year old couple about what their marriage was like. You're not going to have the opportunity to serve in kids church because they don't have kids church in campus ministry. Um, campus ministry is really great, but you aren't learning how to be a part of the body that's planted in a community. In like layman terms, I think of it as why do you go to youth and church? Yeah. Because that's good. you can still kind of like do the, you know, there's worship. They still talk about the Bible, but you go to youth because it's kids your age. And there's 
you know, it's like a unity kind of thing. It's like, oh, cool, more people my age. I can meet friends, people to hang out with outside yeah. of the church and do things and grow, like, in a different way. Kind of like you grow on your own, kind of, but then in the church, you learn how to grow together as, like, like Connor said, the body. Okay, so let's say I go to a Christian college and I am required to attend chapel. Is this different than finding a church or being a part of a campus ministry? Yeah, it's. I would say it's different. Um, when you your school is the one who like kind of requires you to go to chapel, where you are again, it's like campus ministry is based around you. Whereas Pastor Connor has said previously, finding a church is where you are getting rooted in the the body of Christ, where like that's where your character gets built. And seventy year old couple. You know, you, you don't like you're not going to get the same experience like, yeah, they can have like guest speakers come in, but you won't get to interact with like a variety of ages or. Yeah, and get get rooted in that. And I do think chapel is different than. Well, I don't want to say it's different than a campus ministry, but it's it's like similar, you know, where you you get to kind of get let not let loose, don't let loose. But like <laughs> you get to be fed and then, you know, church is where you get to like pour out and like still get fed, be a part of the body. Tyler and I went to ACA, um, Anchor Christian Academy, and we had chapel every Wednesday. And I can guarantee you that I, I slept through most of those. And it's it's a big difference between um, waking up on Sunday and making a conscious decision and being like, God, I'm going to go and do what you've said. I'm going to you know, not forsake the gathering of the believers. You're, you're actually going to it instead of, oh, it's required by my school, right? I, yeah, there's a big difference. You could tie into that, though. Um, what if your parents make you go to church? Because, I mean, that's what my parents did. And I definitely was like, cool, I'm going to sleep through these, too. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But I think that's also where you can get your like campus ministries because it's not required by anybody, especially in college. You're not even required to take certain classes. I mean, you're required to take some classes, but it's all up to you. Like college is built off. Hey, what do you want to do? These are the classes you need to take. And it's 100% your decision. Yeah, Tyler. So since going to college, you are making a lot of, a lot of decisions. You get to branch out and decide what you want to do for yourself. And that's Honestly, I think that's why we're talking about this topic, right? Because if you want to stay connected to God, you'll find a way to do it, but it's your choice. So what does that look like? Being intentional. So let's talk about what it looks like to be intentional. I think, and this is literally what happened to me when I went to college, is it's easy to think you're going to keep doing what you're doing once you're at college. However, the reality is that your life just got turned upside down and you might not know anyone and the thrill of new people and new experiences are su super powerful and you might not have the consistency of church and Bible reading like you did when your mom was doing your laundry and bringing you to youth every Wednesday. So I guess maybe we could just talk about what types of changes happen in college once you get to college. I think the biggest thing, the biggest change is just how many different types of people are in college. When you are in high school, especially if you go to the same one throughout 
your almost your entire high school career, you're around the same people for what 13 years, mm-hmm. kindergarten through senior year. So you pretty much get to know or at least have an idea of the people that you're spending all this time with. And you get to college and you realize there are people that I can relate zero to. Mm-hmm. Like, I know nothing about your experiences growing up. I don't understand why you are the way that you are. Right. And that, I think, was the biggest shock to me in learning how do I interact with people who are so different than me while still keeping my identity in Christ and not drifting from that just out of sheer um, shock or just wanting to fit in, right? We yeah. all want to fit in. Mm-hmm. No matter where we're at in life, we just want to fit in and be liked but it's so much more important to love people while still staying true to who we are and who god made us to be yeah i really struggled with this when i was in college because when you go to college i think something that society and culture tells you is you can be a new person right you can be like you can recreate yourself which is what I try to do, which is why I think I completely lost myself in college, is because I wasn't focused on how, like, what God designed me to be specifically. Yeah. I was way too focused on, like, what the cute boy next to me was thinking or <laughs> <laughs> what, like, my friends were thinking or if I wanted to be in, like, a group of friends, like, what kind of people they were and how I could fit into that instead of really listening to, like, the Holy Spirit. For me... Mm-hmm. Um, I like looked into, I had some friends from college or friends from high school that went to the same college. So it, it was like a little bit connected, but at the same time, like we all kind of like almost not personality changes, but like just f- became friends with like different people, um, that we then that we were not friends with in high school. Yeah. And so like different crowds, different all the stuff. And even like looking back, I looked to getting involved in like a campus ministry and then like we didn't have one. So then I just didn't, I didn't get involved. Yeah. I didn't even mm-hmm. look for a church. Cause I was like campus ministry. That's good enough, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but that's like really like when you, you have to put effort into it. You have mm-hmm. to like, like, even if it, there's something that's not there, there's got to be something there for you to get involved with. So right. don't give up immediately when like you, when that's one of the changes that you're, you're going to go towards is f- finding something. If you don't find something right away, keep, keep looking and find a church. Like don't give up. Also reach out to your youth leaders because we are fantastic people who will find information for you. Who will find a Chi Alpha if you're going to a secular college? Who will find, if they even still have navigators, we will find it. Or we will find, <laughs> okay, cool, sorry. <laughs> I've never heard of it, so I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry, if it's like super popular, I apologize to the, to the navigators. I don't, I've never heard of it. But um, <laughs> what I was saying is, uh, yeah reach out to your youth leaders contact us that's what we're here for i mean that's one of the many reasons you know that we're here we're here to help help support you i even reached out to a chi alpha in like omaha for a student because i was like hey i have a i have a student who's going to a college that's not that's not attached to your university Mm -hmm. can she still attend and they're like absolutely you don't have to be a part of that right so i think exactly what you're saying is just by prioritizing god 
Um, especially because college life is so much more overwhelming than you might think it will be. There's like some weird saying about college and like, so if you get like A's when you're in high school, you'll get C's with the same effort in college because it's just that much harder. There's, you know, we've heard that Uh, before. Um, (laughs) so I think, yeah. So back to kind of, you know, Caitlin, what you were saying is, um, in order to like avoid those things is we just need to prioritize God. How do I prioritize God when college life is so much more overwhelming than I thought it could be? I guess you should probably do what this verse says, uh, Matthew six thirty three. but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. What are all these things? So when I think of all of these things, like what the verse says, I'm thinking of all the things that maybe you think that you're losing. You know, your your family, friends, things that you may you may if you go far away from a far away, if you go out of state for a college, you know, you're missing out on the friends that you used to see every day. You have to make new ones. You're missing out on, you know, your family. And I don't say missing out, but you you don't get to connect with them every day. And so all these things, when you find a church, you're finding family, you're finding a new home, you're finding, you know, a new community to get rooted in. Um, you're still a a part of the body of Christ, but you're like deepening your relationship. So once you seek the kingdom, like, just like this verse says, you, all these things will be added to you. Okay. So just to kind of wrap up like some of these thoughts. So I think this is a good time to just talk about like what being realistic about your new college situation looks like. And I think one thing that I didn't know when I was in college and still um, honestly struggle with like to this day is um, needing to do less because of like your new situation does not equal failure. Like just because you have to do less with um, like your schedule or you need to do less um, like social things doesn't mean that you're failing at things. It's just being realistic about what's going on in your new season. Um, so um, some basic applications of these intentions that we just kind of talked about would be things like, um, so I, when I was in college, I, and I still do this is time blocking. So if you're, um, which I, I feel like a lot of professors actually talk about, um, cause you get like an, like a schedule, like a planner a lot of times when you, um, go to college and, a lot of professors will talk about like time blocking and being intentional with your time. So you can do that the same way, um, just with like reading the Bible and doing Bible studies, spending time with God, um, going to church every Sunday or Saturday or whatever that looks like. And, um, spending time with Christian friends and good, like Christian people. So I have a funny thing to add to like basic applications. I think it's important to add nap time in your (laughs) schedule because you get a lunch. Well, I don't know if you say you get a lunch hour, but you do get a lunch. And don't let that be your nap time unless you plan on not eating that day, but eat food. But anyways, have that be an additional have like two, two hours or so like where you have lunch and then you have a nap time. I remember first semester of college, freshman year. I was totally wiped, was like, totally, I can do this, you know, like eight to two, whatever typical like school time is, but no, I was dead. So then that next semester, I like planned a nap time and I do not regret it for the next three years that I went to school. Absolutely nap time. Like it's going to be fun. You won't regret it. 
Okay, so we're trying to prepare you or to give you some advice, right, on like um, what college is going to look like and how to grow yeah. and all that, right? Um, so we just thought of some lies that college life tells you, you know, um, from the movies and from the people who their glory days were in college. Um, this is what they think is awesome. Stuff like partying and or getting drunk, having the sex, etc. That's just, you know, that's just something everybody does, right? Like, it's all part of the college experience. We live in the world. We are not of the world, right? So just because everyone else is doing it doesn't mean that we have to do it. If you fall into that, that thought process, even in your life outside of college, you're going to fall into the same things, the same way of thinking that just because everyone else is doing this, I have to do it. Um, so that's just a flat out lie that the enemy wants to trap you in. Um, another lie that people will often try to tell you is that in order to have the full college experience, you have to live on campus. No, you don't. <laughs> You don't have to live on campus. I mean, there there are benefits to it. It's an easy way to make friendships quickly. Um, but I wouldn't say you need to live all four years on the college campus because there's benefits to living off of campus, like not listening to the parties all night long, like not smelling weed all the time. There's a lot of things that you can learn and grow in outside of the campus as well. Mm -hmm. um, just going off of that. The, the debt that you rack up from living on campus for four years True. or whatever is um, like probably one of my biggest life regrets. So there's also the, the debt aspect of that too. Um, and then uh, another one is conformity is the only way to do well in college. Um, so Romans 12.2 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Amen. Yeah. And as we're landing this airplane, I forgot what everything I was going to say. So let's get back in the air real quick. Um, <laughs> let's just hover around. You know, like when you can't land yet because you're waiting for something like yeah. an emergency thing. Yeah. That's where yeah. we're at. You need the wheels down. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So <laughs> I was going to say, um, the only way you can really, uh, succeed in college, um, at least through biblically, I think, is if you're proactive in it. So, like, yeah. you think ahead, like, oh, cool, you know, um, today is, I don't know, ISU has, like, Greek Week and all this stuff, and they do a bunch of stuff. And it's a really cool, like, heritage thing, but it's also really cool, let's get blasted and not remember anything. Right. Or a lot of times you will turn probably 21 in college. So, you know, all your friends are going to be like, hey, you know what you do when you turn 21? You go out, and then you forget what yep. you did. But how much cooler would it be if you remembered your 21st birthday? I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, so just be proactive and um, think ahead like, oh, hey, you know, if there's a bunch of flyers for all these things, you know, you don't have to go. You, That's where I think getting involved in like the campus ministry and like the not the youth because you're in college now. Um, right. <laughs> right. But in church, on. you can help out with youth or something. But like, you know, make your own friends that will also have wise decisions um to help you so that because i mean you're gonna be tempted by so many things and nobody's gonna hold your hand to help you well god will but god will. it's right. all up to you yeah. at this point this is where you will not necessarily make or break your faith but in a way it's important it is mm -hmm. connor closing thoughts thank you tyler for that beautiful setup <laughs> um 
<laughs> I do have uh, a couple closing thoughts. So uh, at the end, um, in the, the notes of this episode, you'll see some, some resources that we have for you. And those things are awesome. But the best resource that you're going to have is crazy, the Bible. Read your Bible. If you don't know where to start, open it up and just start reading. You can never fail um, with reading that. And in college, you're being taught how to study well. Use those skills when it comes to studying the Bible. Like you can use those things to apply it. And one last thing is in college, you are surrounded by people. Like there are times where you feel like you just can't get away from people because they're everywhere. Find time to be completely alone with God. In the midst of the sea of people, you need to get away. And if you look at the life of Jesus, which if you know anything about him, he was surrounded by people. Crowds were following him all the time. And we see so many times in the Bible where it says Jesus would go early in the morning to a desolate place to pray. If Jesus knew the important uh, the importance of getting away and spending time with his father, I think that we too probably need to learn that that's important and take after the example that Jesus set. We just want to give a big round of applause for Pastor Connor and Ian and Declan for joining us and talking about college. We do have things, show notes for all of our other information that we have. So locate those wherever they are going to be. And we'll listen, hear you next time. Thanks for listening to the Wild Youth Podcast. Check out the show notes for our resources we used in this episode. Also, if you are in 6th through 12th grade and live in the Des Moines area, um, you can come join us every Wednesday here at Eternity Church Clive Campus. So we start at like 6.30-ish, and we go till like 8.30-ish. Uh, can't wait to see you. Follow us on social media at the Wild YTH. To learn more about Eternity or our next-gen ministry, visit myeternity.com. This podcast was hosted by Ian Weber and Caitlin Steffen, written by Clara Michael, and edited by me, Tyler Ludwig.